Welcome to the actor and agent, aka the dirt or the skinny, with me, Jen, and me, Snezhina. In this podcast, we will talk through our own experiences as an actor or, in your case, as an agent. And also just talking through the industry and the day-to-day that people may or may not be into. Um, Today, we are going to talk about background or extras. Yeah. yeah. I know. Oh, God. I I literally love, I love talking about background because it's a love-hate relationship. Oh, most definitely. And I've had my fair share of uh, experiences <laughs> with background. Yeah, me too. It's um, it's actually a really good, I think it's a really good place for people to start in the industry. Um, oh, definitely. It's such an easy way to get your foot in the door and see, you know, the inner workings of what it's like to be on set. Mm-hmm. And even just like... Things like the terminology and like where you fit um, and uh, I guess just following the rules and not not being a douchebag on set. I mean, definitely. There's a, there's a lot of that. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've walked into um, background holding and found uh, like a gaggle of actors comparing headshots. Oh, that's really gross it's so, it's so gross <laughs> i'm sorry it's, no but it's, it's it, no it's actually it's i can't tell you and i can't tell you how many times and it's just like you just want to sit away from that because you're like come on like we're all different people it doesn't matter like we don't need to see each other's like headshots and see each other's cvs like we all get it we're all probably working towards being an actor or maybe some aren't and it's just weird. It's just really weird. I don't know. I just can't. It, it's it's. I had the same experience in both England and also in Vancouver. I think that's Vancouver hilarious. was slightly worse, but I don't know. Maybe that's just my It's just, perception. yeah. I feel like it'll be very interesting to talk about the different types of people who do background mm-hmm. and why and for how long. Yeah. <laughs> do you find there's much of a difference? Did you, in your experience, did you do like, tv and film or did you just mainly do film or as a background yeah oh i should precursor everybody that i um worked background in three formats as actual background as a casting agent for background and as a talent agent for background (laughs) oh man anyway as a background Yeah, I mostly worked on TV shows. Okay. Yeah. And what what was your what was your experience? Um, well, I mean, if if you had to, so say if you had to like summarize your background uh, experience yeah. in three words, what would you do? What would you say? Pretty damn great, <laughs> but that <laughs> is like the most rare explanation for a background experience. Ever, because Mm. I just, like, the more time that had passed and the more other experiences I had in the industry, I realized that uh, I was really lucky. Oh, my God. And uh, I feel like your experiences in England, you were pretty lucky because I was jealous of the sets that you'd been on. So I don't know exactly about your experience in Vancouver, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because obviously, like for me, I did. I did do background. I did a lot of background before uh, going to Vancouver, and then in Vancouver, did loads of background, and then did like photo doubling, and then stand in. Um. So I don't know. It's kind of a wide. <laughs> it's a wide variety. I feel like I pre- probably preferred stand in the most. Yeah, well, I find like with stand-in, especially if you're on a series for a while, you're almost part of the production team, right? Yeah. So it's kind of a different uh, background experience, but definitely an important one that we can talk about for sure. Mm. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think I've, I've 
for me, it's been a big mix between TV and film. I feel like film, the days tend to be longer. Did you know. do more film in, in England, though? Um, I have done more film in England, yes. And maybe because it's colder, maybe that's just what made me feel like, God, this is long. Hey, yeah. So um, I should also say that when I did background, it was during a summer period, spring, summer, early fall period. And then I think that I actually stopped doing it because the winter started rolling in. Nice. And um, so when Jen was mentioning going into holding, so this is usually a tent, (laughs) a thin tent that they place outside, sometimes in a parking lot or beside, you know, wherever they're shooting, where they place all the background um, and they sit on these plastic tables and chairs, and there's usually <laughs> one small heater in the corner, which you <laughs> that can't everyone, get near. yeah, because everyone, no, because everyone's battling for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, once I had a couple of those experiences, I was like, yeah, mm, I think that I'm good now. yeah yeah I think and also I think it depends on how what your first background experience is will will determine you know how many more you do or I guess what season you start it in because yeah for god if I only ever did summer background I'd just be loving life like yeah loving life now I was gonna say well I guess that's maybe what people in LA experience all the maybe. Time. maybe it's super pleasant there because it's always quite warm yeah a delight but, uh, what was your um first uh experience like like first ever background experience like what was it well it's funny because the first one wasn't as interesting but the second one <laughs> was kind of the one that i think about the first one i was on some teen series like in a high school Mm. And it was pretty regular. I mean, we were sitting in a cafeteria and they were doing their scene and whatnot. But the second one, second ever, I had to go out to like Abbotsford. So very far away from where I was living because I was living in North Vancouver at the time. So it was probably like an hour and a bit getting out there and I didn't drive um and we were brought out to this huge estate that had a farm on it and um it was for I am gonna say what it's for it was for the the movie oh here we go the movie Lost Boys 2 the tribe I feel like it was one of those delicious direct DVD (laughs) things but um, I did actually two days on it, and they were night shoots. So oh, God. That's How when you that shoot even good? All through the night. Um, well, it was my first one, so I was just excited. And um, it was a party scene in a house, and it was a beautiful house. So it was a bunch of, you know, quote-unquote pretty people uh, partying <laughs> around, Um uh, and I actually got what we call upgraded on that Ooh, the elusive on that uh, set. Yeah, which people seem to feel like it can happen to them a lot. Mm. And as an agent, I was trying to explain that it doesn't. But then, ironically, you and I have <laughs> had this experience already before, <laughs> maybe more than once. Yeah. Um. So what being upgraded is is when you're on set as a regular extra or background, um, and you get paid quite a minimal amount per hour. But if for some reason the director asks you to do something, or they need somebody in the scene that is more featured, then you can be upgraded to an actor. Um, which will significantly <laughs> increase how much you make um, that day, uh, which is incredible. Oh, my God. But, and there's such a yeah. fight for it, too. Like, everyone's like, oh, I, I, I held this cup and I put this cup here. Do you think I might get upgraded? And you're like, no. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and what's funny is, is I didn't know about any of this. 
when I was doing background. Oh, so God. later when I was an agent and people were constantly regaling me of their, you know, little cup moving stories on set, I was like, okay, I'm sorry, but that really doesn't qualify. And it happened all the time. But and then I was thinking of how many times I legitimately probably should have been upgraded, but didn't know enough to go and approach someone. Yeah. And that again, so, it's like yeah. a double edged sword too, because like you totally. like there's some because also like you want to like because obviously you want to enjoy your day on set. If you get um if you if you're asked to do something by the director, then you're like, Oh yeah, awesome. Um because obviously you want to do something, but when you start to become more aware of, oh, actually, I'm being asked to do a lot of this stuff, but actually I'm not getting upgraded, then there becomes this like jadedness with some extras where they're like, well, I'm not going to do that because I, I didn't get upgraded last time. So I'm just right. going to do nothing. And you're like, um, oh. uh, fine balance, guys. You are actually at least paid to to make it look like a party like you like- were at, I guess. <clears throat> You saying that just makes me want to say that background extras are some of the most interesting people that I've encountered. And the whole job, quote unquote, is one of the most interesting things that you can choose to do for work. Like it really is. It's so because, I mean, what do you get paid to do, Jen? For the most part, um, mainly sit around, play cards, have a cup of tea, get fed, read a book, hang out, yeah. chat to people. Yeah, and some on. of these people <laughs> can be paid up. Yeah, exactly. Can be paid up to you know twenty five dollars an hour to to eat to sit and to and eat. A lot yeah, of and actually like sleep too. Oh my god, I know. Or study. Yeah. For school or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's a difference, I think, between people who are doing background to see what it's like on set or just for a short period of time. And those people that we used to call lifers. Oh my God, I was exact. With, I was just about to say you that. You yes. say that? Yes. Yeah. And who do it like full time for, you know, over 10 years, some of them, maybe even oh, more. man. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I did that I did enjoy it and that and there were times that I really, really enjoyed, but I think doing it constantly for years and years and years just doesn't really it just doesn't appeal to me. Um but it's a it's 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 hard. It's tricky because we're we're saying first of all that it's easy, but it's also hard on you mentally, I feel like, because you know, there's the different attitudes on set for a background that's exactly what you are you're in the background Mm -hmm. you're meant to be seen mostly not heard (laughs) and um you know there is still a hierarchy oh 100 percent yeah 100 percent so i feel like that whole Part of it can be mentally damaging on some people if they do it too long. Yeah, and I and I feel like I just had laughs. But I just feel like um, when I was doing standing, it actually really got to me. So I would be there, and I'd be lit, and then I would be on camera. It would just be me, and it was great. And then it was like, okay, first team, which is obviously the main actors, and I was the second team, and I had to move out of the way. So I basically just got the lighting ready for the people. I didn't even get on camera. I wasn't even like a blur in the background. I was yeah. I was well, used as a lighting prop, really, at the end of the day. I feel like that's hard to swallow for somebody like you who, you know, would, would was craving to be in front of the camera as an actor, as someone creative. So, yeah, it's a very tricky spot to put yourself in for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, oh, so tell me. So this this first um, background, uh, well, sorry, the second one, the more interesting one. Yeah. Um, where it yeah. was a uh, two two night shoots in a row, and it was a party, yeah. and you got upgraded. What did you have to do for your upgrade? Like, what was it? Okay, not to flatter myself, but um, 
I was I was all right looking back then, and um, they no surprise there, really, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> they dressed me, and um, I cried when they dressed me because uh, it, I was very exposed. They put me oh, in no. this crop top and this short jean skirt. And I cried because I was so upset that they dressed me so skimpy. Um, but I feel like because I was 5'11 and a half and wearing this skimpy outfit at the party, that I kind of stood out. Um, yeah. Also, not surprisingly, now I was very young. I was um, 18. Oh, right. 18, okay, yeah. 18. Yeah. Very, very young. So, um, yeah, not surprisingly, I, I also, well, one of the actors befriended me, and I feel like I was kind of hanging out with the inner core of people anyway. So when the scene kicked in, uh, everybody was dancing, and they were... So this movie's about vampires, and they're starting to like be vampire-y and transform and get all wild. And the director points at me and says, go, get in there and dance with him. And I was like... What? And then I just went in and just started like, and then they these two guys like start grinding on me, one from oh, the front, no. one from behind, and one of the guys licks my face. No! Oh my oh, god! Yeah. I didn't know yeah. this. Well, you know, vampire stuff is always quite sexual. saucy. Yeah, saucy. Also, it's just a little thing about this movie. It was so funny that. Um, they the the director was so wild that he just let everybody sort of go off script and improvise all the time and i remember him yelling fuck continuity and wow <laughs> wow you know the, the some background was like oh but i wasn't holding this like um mar uh, martini glass i was holding something else and he was like fuck continuity Jesus so Christ. for those of you who who don't know continuity, what it is is just to make sure that all the things in each scene are placed the same for each take so yeah. that it looks more real. Honestly, when I watch TV shows, even high-budget ones, they all make mistakes. The classic Game of Thrones Starbucks cup. Oh, my God, yes. I think, yeah, there was something also in Bridgerton, I think, and then but oh, I see really? it all the time with oh. yeah, with little things. It's just a mistake. And then I'm like, ooh, that guy's getting fired. You know what? <laughs> I think maybe it's because I'm a hairdresser, but I always notice when people's hair is like either behind their ear or in their face and then in the next oh. and it's like, Oh my god, it's just changing too much. Like that's just so frustrating. Like how can anyone yeah, not see I that? I see that. Oh. I feel like in another life I would have a knack as being that continuity prop person yeah. because I see I see it all um, when I watch stuff. But um, anyway, back to getting upgraded <laughs> and getting licked. Um, wow, and getting licked. Yeah, if anyone wants to see me get licked, there's a trailer <laughs> for Lost Boys Two, and I'm making quite an interesting O face for some reason. <laughs> is that is but that actually in the trailer? Uh-huh. And just to make it more creepy for you, I was like 18. So, oh. yeah, don't like it too much. Yeah, no, um, no. At least you're 18. So, That's at least something. I mean, you could have been 16 or 17. Yeah. Ugh, that's even worse. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yes, continue. So, anyway, just to put it in perspective, instead of making like 100-something bucks for the day, I made like 600-something bucks for oh the day. Oh, God. They licked my face. Um, <laughs> luckily, that upgrade was so obvious that they had to give it to me. Well, and yeah. um, I mean, you could have done actually... a DNA test and you would have found his DNA on your face. <sighs> I know. <sighs> it was actually, so this is interesting. It was actually, and something to keep in mind if you do background, it was actually on the second day of the shoot. So because they upgraded me on the second day, they had to then retroactively upgrade me for the day before as well. Oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. So nice. At the end of the day, I was like, oh, cool. I guess this is just what it's like to be on set. Yeah. You just get paid like 600 bucks to have a little dance <laughs> and get licked. I mean, yeah. thankfully, it's not. it's not. You know, it's not a requirement. Yeah. You don't have to go on set no. and get licked um, and dry hard. Of hump. course not. 
I should also mention just a sweet little anecdote. I actually met one of my good friends um, on that set who I'm friends with to this day. And uh, we we think of it fondly. So at least I had him there as like a support when oh this God, crazy yeah, stuff was happening. Can you imagine if you were totally so, on your own and you just like, yeah. like if you no. weren't talking to any background and you were just on your own and no. all of a sudden... Oh my god! It would have been too overwhelming for yeah. me. Hundred percent, I think. I 100%. think obviously now I could have handled that situation, but yeah. as an eighteen, you know, girl dressed all skimpy, I was like, "Oh Jesus, crikey!" Oh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, enough about that. I no. just—it's just a funny story. Oh but, my god! You know what I'd like for you to talk about a little bit is um, maybe just the difference between doing background in Vancouver versus when you did stuff in London um yeah well I mean uh okay so I guess my first ever background experience was actually on the set of a Ricky Gervais movie um cool. I, I know I know and I could hear him like doing um you know like directing and stuff and I could hear him laughing and he just sounded so awesome and I was like oh I just want to just want to go and talk to him you know and then there was Stephen Merchant and then Jonathan Ross turned up at some point you might not know Jonathan Ross but he's kind of he's a big personality over here he's like a talk show host um and they're all just like laughing and joking and I'm just like oh amazing like why aren't I down there? We were in this like big auditorium and it was two days. And I remember, well, we, we literally did, I think it was two 16 hour days. And the first day I was used a lot. Um, and it was like a nightclub scene. Actually, that's funny that our early experiences were both kind of like party stuff. So I guess they just want it. It was like a big cattle call. Like when I say a big cattle call, it's like when there's just like, Cra- like crazy yeah like crazy amounts of like bg and um yeah and uh it was yeah it was a big party scene and i ended up talking to this girl who was like obsessed with ricky gervais just as i am and um and we were like sh- talking 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 and then we both got picked to um to be part of like uh like i don't know closer closer to the to the action and we were on this table and she um she said she would happily like smoke these like fake cigarettes and we were literally <laughs> laughing the whole time like we were just like cracking up she was actually she's really lovely and um and the one of the lead guys walks up to the table and uh and he's like obviously just trying to like act and like you know use the the ashtray and just he's just being cool we just did, were not cool and she was like she just looked to him she wasn't meant to speak and she just looked at him and she was like yeah have you got a light and it, she was like because uh, I haven't got one and he just like looked to her Cheeky. like what and then he just like walks away and then they just then he doesn't come back to that table ever again and we're just like laughing like this is so uncomfortable we've just alienated the lead guy who is actually quite good looking um and then we're like clomping around in these like barely fitting shoes that were so uncomfortable because I think it had like a a 70s or 60s vibe anyway but it was really long day and then the second day we just spent 16 hours sat in the auditorium upstairs and didn't get used at all oh Um, yes so it, it it was crazy we were used so much on the first day and then the second day it was like well i you know good 16 hour pay and also something to remember as well like when you do background you get the 8 hour day rate and then if you go over that you obviously get um overtime and then well i don't, actually i don't i can't remember because i know for here in england you also get meal penalty if you don't get lunch within yeah, a certain amount of time okay cool that's good it's the same yeah um yeah, so, uh, but then the next uh, background I did, uh, well, not, we're just going to ignore the Halifax ones, but the Vancouver ones, <laughs> I, I felt like they were just so much more like a bigger scale. and um, Oh, really? Yeah, that's what it felt like anyway, or it just felt like it was far more relaxed. And like, I feel like I was constantly talking to, production 
and like the grips and the um and the uh like ADs. the assist yeah the ADs or the assistant directors um just because I'm just like that and I felt like they were more approachable whereas in England it felt like you couldn't like it felt mm. like there was like there was a very much a clear divide between background and everything else yeah which is strange because I think if I'd experienced Vancouver first I would have found it really hard um to switch and and be in England and because I'd probably want to go up and like be like hi how are you doing you know do you do you think it's because in Vancouver the film industry is quite tight-knit in general and so it probably just bleeds into being in background because in England it's like you're in New York or LA it's this huge system yeah so maybe Maybe. that's why I don't know I don't know I don't know but I do feel like on the um uh on the the latest uh well actually no no it wasn't the last one but the the latest uh Mary Poppins uh movie um that was a really big cattle call that was like I think it was like four days in a row starting at 4 a.m finishing at 8 p.m and then I had another I had like an hour to hour and 15 minute drive um so I was so exhausted but like you know it was like it was completely different so I was like hair makeup like I was wigged I was in like full so cool I know but yet I was probably this tiny little dot in the background um but it was it's still fun though. It was. I never yeah. got that. You didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's much of a difference between location. I just feel like I feel like maybe Vancouver just the type of place that it is and it being Canadians versus English people. I just felt right. like it probably was a lot more accessible that you could talk to more people. I don't right. know. I don't know. I mean, um actually one thing I wanted to cover definitely in this is because so I know so you got upgraded like really early on I definitely did not get that but when I did get upgraded because I was so close to like the you know where you say like the elusive upgrade but also the elusive union like trying to get into the union I feel like is what as a background it's impossible yeah as a background now it is like I mean but like I I was like I was like, I want to be union. I need to be union. And I became like obsessed just because of acting rather than like background union. Oh God, I I have a huge opinion about that. Oh my God. Okay, well, we'll definitely dive in. But like the the time I got um, upgraded was so random because it was actually on this um, film called uh, The Company You Keep. I actually remember telling you this when I came off yeah set because it's just such a random thing but um so yeah uh and it was out in the middle of nowhere and it was on this farm and I was like dressed in like really like dowdy kind of clothes and I was like digging in a garden patch in the very very deep deep background of the shot and it was like a Robert Redford film and it was um called The Company You Keep and um yeah, it was god. so random. Oh my god! I, literally, I I can even I can see it so clearly because it's such a strange random day. Um, and I was like, I was just like digging around in dirt, just doing my acting thing, even though no one cared, you know. Um, and um, all of a sudden, this like production assistant just comes like running up to me, and she's like, "Hey, it's it's Jen, right?" And I'm like, "Um, yeah." And she's like, "Yeah, come with me." And she like. I'm literally like, what? What have I done? Like, and I'm like so yeah. embarrassed. You can just imagine how red I was. Like being a ginger, I was literally like <laughs> a beetroot, and I'm being like pulled through all these like different background. Everyone's looking at me like, oh, what's she doing? What's she doing? And I'm like going through, getting closer and closer to like, um, you know, where the big the big boys are, and I'm like, oh my god! And they're like, right, okay, so we're gonna um, we're gonna upgrade you to Billy's daughter, and I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> and like Billy was like Stephen Root, and he's like one of those people that you might not recognize his name, but if you saw his face, you'd be like, oh my god, he's in everything. He's just one of those right. people, and. Um, yeah, and so I was like, oh, okay. And then they're like, yeah, we're going to give you a line. 
And I was like, oh, okay. <gasps> Unheard of. I know. And they're like, right, all you need to say is, um, hey, dad, here. Like, and you're, we're going to give you a crate and you're just going to basically look like kind of wave to your dad and be like, hey, like, you know, basically say, oh, we're going to put this here. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. And then I'm like kind of getting to the grips with, oh, my God, I've just got a, a line in a movie. Like, what the hell? This is insane. And then um, Robert Redford walks up and oh, Jesus. and he's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm just nah. like, um, hi, yeah, um, yeah, I'm good, yeah. How how are you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, good. And he was like, asking me about England, and I was just like, this is the most surreal experience. Like, what is happening? At the same time, I'm getting wired up on my shirt to like catch Jeez. my line, and I'm like, what's happening? I'm having a meltdown. And then oh, I would have passed out. For sure. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And he was so nice. He was so so nice. And then he like he was like, yeah, well, really nice to meet you. And he like shook my hand and he like wandered away. And I was just like, what? And then I was just like so in my own bubble that I was just like, you know, when you mouth to yourself like, oh my god. And I was like, yeah. and I just got so excited. And then I literally caught eye contact with Stephen Root. And he was like laughing. And he was just going like, yeah, you know, it's pretty great, you know. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> try and be cool, be cool. And then they like come over as well. Like another production assistant was like, would you like a drink? And I'm like, um. <gasps> and then they were like, and Stephen Root was like, get her like a Diet Coke or something. Like, you know, and I was like, okay. And I also got this like ice cold Diet Coke. And I'm like looking at all of the background, like behind. And everyone's just like looking at me like, what? Like, how did this even happen? Um, and then, um, and then I even saw like, I like was, did the line a couple of times and then like, um, Robert Redford came up to me and he was like, Hey, can you, can you say it in, can you do an American accent? And I was like, Oh yeah, 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 I can definitely do an American accent. Yeah, no problem. But for me, for some reason I was thinking, Oh, they just picked me. It doesn't really need to be my accent. I was just like, I don't know, and uh, and so You're I did it in American. Just a bit shell shocked. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, if that happened to me now, I'd be like, well, obviously it's an American show, so I'd be American. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then I'm like picking, I'm like resetting, you know, just like just a, a super sweet, like super green. Like I'd go down the hill, and then I would then pick up my crate and go back to my like one, like my starting position, and I like get, I'd like hold it, like ready and waiting for them to go. Okay, rolling. And I was just like so excited. And then Shia LaBeouf was like, was like, yeah, yeah, she's she's like really on it. And I was like, oh my god, I've made Excuse it. Excuse me, <laughs> you never mentioned that he was in it, did I not? No, he no. was like, yeah, he was talking to um uh Robert Redford like near the um near the tent bit where they were seeing the playback, and they were like, yeah, she's really like on it and I, I I'm, I'm convinced that's what he said because he pointed to me he was looking at me and that's what he was saying and I was just like oh my god I've made it oh I'm going to Hollywood it's gonna be amazing <laughs> oh you're so cute I love it <laughs> oh it's so dorky but no I literally that was such a great that was such a great day and it started off so weirdly because I was just literally just digging in a bit of dirt in the background and then just got but it, it helps to pay uh, it, it pay it helps to talk to production because if they like you even if you know you're not really like sniffing around them for an upgrade they might just be like hey we really like that girl she's super random let's just get her in you know I don't know maybe maybe that's how it works but obviously uh I was lucky. That's it, a lovely story. I know but it's also <laughs> not normal is it? Like it's just not no. normal. Um, not at all. Because usually you just get all these different, like, crazy characters on set. No, like, especially Jen, BG. <laughs> like, what happened to you is what every baby BG dreams of happening mm -hmm. to them. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, because you've, obviously, well, yeah, you've had three different facets in uh, the BG world. Um, yeah. What was it like casting bg it was actually really fun oh. cool. <laughs> on my first day i was just asked to um cast people for a i guess kind of what we used to do a dance scene so they were like here's a computer here's a program 
pick, you know, 50 good looking people, uh, mix it up. And I'm like, seriously, I'm just sitting here, like <laughs> looking through profiles and picking good looking people. Like this job is amazing. Wow. Um, yeah, I was very uh, naive at that point. Um, background casting is a very, very difficult job that can be life consuming <laughs> because yeah. you are on call at all hours. And uh, if anybody <laughs> that you've cast decides that they are sick or they can't make it, no matter what time of night the day before, you are then yeah. responsible for replacing them. Which it's a bit like herding cats, to isn't wake it? People up. Oh, oh my god! And um, as you can imagine, with a job that's quite easy to do, it doesn't take tons of skill. That the people that a lot of people are attracted to doing it, and that a big chunk of those people could be unreliable. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of last minute replacing um, and. Sometimes they cast people in more specific roles. Yeah. Like guy with mustache. And oh, so if no. guy with mustache decides that he's hungover and he doesn't want to make it to set, then or, uh, he's, he's had suddenly, food poisoning. Or food poisoning or his car has broken down <laughs> on the way. Um, I've heard all the excuses under the sun, by the I'm way. I'm sure you have. Oh, we used to have a chart at the, uh, when I was an agent. Did we you? We used to have a chart at the office of the different excuses that we would hear, and we would just put different, we would put ticks every time we would hear one. Was there one that, like, really stood out that was, like, so random? Like, why would someone even use that as an excuse? Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but if I do, I'll let you know. Sorry, yeah. I just knocked something over no, behind me. don't worry. I'll be able to edit um, that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was mostly like, um, my cat died. Uh, my mom's in the hospital. I'm in the hospital. <laughs> oh, I, I have food enough. poisoning. My car's broken down. My car won't start. Mm. Uh, yeah, those kinds of things. And I was like... Jeez, a lot of people's moms are in the hospital this week. Like, it's a shame. Yeah. Wow. Either that but, or they uh, all just have um, got the same yeah. mom. Yeah, or they all went to the same restaurant and got food poisoning. Yeah. Because uh, it's very common. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So I feel like after a while, I was a bit like eye roll. But um, luckily, as a casting agent, you don't actually hear those excuses because you're talking to those people's agent. Of course. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit of a different situation. But then, of course, you are uh, speaking to the second assistant director who deals with casting the background. Mm -hmm. And um, so it could be a bit scarier because you're, you're having to relay the bad news a lot of the time. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it was a lot, it's a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. I mean, and people definitely, I think, uh, take background casting for granted or maybe think that it's not as important as being principal casting. But let me tell you, when you need, when you're responsible for like 500 people on set and making sure that they all get there on time, uh, stress. Yeah, can be very stressful let oh me tell God. you yes I can I well I can't even imagine I just can't I just can't even imagine because um didn't you uh weren't you part of the um oh, I mean, I'm sure we probably could talk about it but you know the the apple is it apple plus or whatever that c so you had to get a certain amount of people going through <sighs> blind training this and... was when I was working <laughs> as a background agent um i wasn't working on the show directly but i feel like everybody had to help because it was such it was a, such a massive scale because they needed to everyone who was booked on the show had to play blind because that was the concept of the series yeah so they had to bring people on and do blind training 
I'm sure that that was just very hilarious to watch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, and then not only that, but they had to then take all those people sort of into the wilderness to do the shoot sort of at night and in the wet. And you can imagine that for a minimally paid job for somebody to be asked to do blind training, be driven out in the middle of nowhere, in the wet, in the rain, and then almost like having to act and add all these more, these extra layers on when you're getting paid like buttons. I don't know. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is a lot to ask. So no, the dropout like- rate on that was <laughs> insane. Oh my god! And thing is, obviously, I'm guessing. I mean, I haven't seen the show yet, but um, I'm guessing they needed loads of people because obviously they needed to make it feel like a community yeah. or like exactly. Wow. Yeah. Jeez, that'd be a tough. nightmare. No, super tough. Yeah. Super tough. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know why I'm even thinking of this, but I just can't. I can't get it out of my head, Snesh. And I was going to put it off into another episode, but it just won't go. Oh, so, sure. um. Uh, so you know when so when I I actually obviously started to get um, actor roles or some actor mm-hmm. roles and I got the role for um, uh, my boyfriend's dogs on Hallmark um, yeah. I'm not sure if I told you about this but it was this is like classic this is just so classic of what a good day and a bad day can be so <laughs> I'm there like you know acting my little socks off doing an American accent with the two like one of the well yeah actually yeah two leads of this movie and I'm like really enjoying myself and then all of a sudden <laughs> all of a sudden the uh the director's like cut 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 fucking background what are you doing what are you doing and what had happened ah. yeah so what had happened is all of the um, so it was meant to be a race, and and all of the background had like run past where the action was going, gone down like a few yards or whatever, and just stopped and started smoking cigarettes, right? So what? yes, so it was like so so bizarre because obviously it was meant to be of like a running race, <laughs> and then you've got all these people like having a chat cracking open a cigarette you know just having a little ch- and literally the director went absolutely ape shit like absolutely ape shit and i oh, and i i literally thought i'd done something wrong i was like holy shit oh, like yeah. what have i done and then um and then they were like they're like oh and i even knew a few of the people that were doing bg at the time and it was like so I literally, I felt so bad for them because I almost want to be like, guys, I didn't drop you in. Like it's, you know, you know, I know I'm an act, I'm on yeah. that, this side now, but I'm still one of you. It's okay. Um, but yeah, and then 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 they had the problem of they wouldn't stop running, so they kept running so far away that they like to reset took forever. I think it just shows that BG can go many ways, but sometimes it can be really good. And sometimes it can be so bad. Like, I would feel terrible yeah. if that was me. Like, I, oh, if me I'd too, been one of those yeah. BG, I'd have been like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. But also, you have, you got to use your head and be logical. I mean, if it's a running race and you're getting caught on camera at the end, yeah. you know, having a sig, that's going to look really <laughs> odd. <laughs> I know, I know, I <laughs> like, know. Like, get your head out of your ass. Oh like, God. what are you doing? I'm so glad but, that they uh, actually yeah. saw that. Can you imagine if they were just like, they didn't say anything and then that, like, if you were watching the film, you were like, oh, I guess that's the end of the race then. They're just having a little ciggy. Um, yeah, it can be distracting. It can pull away from what's happening. Of course. Uh, right in front of you. Yeah. So I understand And uh, it's also interesting because when you work in the business of people, um, everybody can have bad days. So that guy, the director, could have just been having a really bad day on top of it. (laughs) And so if you're in the line of fire, you know, watch out. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just, yeah, no. Uh, Yeah, my, my stomach definitely sunk that day because i was yeah. like oh i also yeah. just gurgled really I'm loud not, so i'm not surprised because well, it is apologies if you heard that no no <laughs> no but i think it i don't know it's just, it does it's like a it's a it does 
give anxiety because you just think, oh, shit, yeah, that's that's bad. Like, I mean, I've been, you know, there are the odd times when you've been on set and you've been talking um, and then they're like, quiet background. You're like, oh, shit. But and I would listen to that. But then there would be other people that would keep talking and you're almost looking at them with like death stare like, why are you still talking? Because you know you're all going to get in trouble oh, if somebody else does something wrong. I know. I know. It's terrible. It's terrible. But um, but it also can be really great. And yeah. I mean, I personally would, I got a lot of experience out of it. And I, I don't know about you, but I definitely think it's worth it. for. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Especially with younger actors, too, mm-hmm. I feel like I always, when they tell me they want to try it, I, I definitely encourage it. Yeah, because there's a lot of agents that say, that are very strict with their actors, um, and they kind of say, like, um, you know, you shouldn't be doing background because, you know, if you're seen in the background um, and then we're trying to, you know, put you forward for that show, uh, then it's a conflict of interest, have you ever come across that? Is that, I mean, I yeah, guess if you're doing it a I mean, lot, maybe. Just because I've worked in sort of all different angles of it, um, there definitely are some shows that are strict. And when they're casting actors, they'll say, if you've done anything on the show, background, whatever, like you cannot submit for it. Oh, so I feel like, well, especially those shows that have a lot of like nerdy fans who like obsess over it. And Mm. I've heard these funny stories where they're like, that guy was also in season four in the corner. So maybe, you know, he's actually the evil boss character and they've like placed him in there. Like, and you're like, no, it was just literally because they booked the same background (laughs) person again. Um, So on those kinds of shows, they definitely do have that Mm -hmm. as a sort of warning. But I think a general rule of thumb is... If you're going to do background as an actor and you're sort of trying to be more serious about it, you know, be aware. Try not to get featured Mm -hmm. or accept roles that are more featured. And if you do, then you just need to swallow the fact that you probably can't audition for that anymore. But to be honest, just doing general background, like you said before, you are just a blur. And a lot of the time they'll cut out scenes and honestly like sometimes we got excited because we would book somebody on a cool role like with the main actors and you like can't even tell who's who yeah. in the back so, yeah and I yeah. think uh, I don't wouldn't know. stress about it too too no, much no I don't really see it as a a massive uh you know a massive issue um, I mean, the yeah. amount of times I was on Once Upon a Time, I was a nurse, I was a villager, I was this, I was that. I mean, no <laughs> one, no one, no one saw. No one ever saw. Yeah. And then I did, then I was photo doubling. And then I was, you know, I was literally like <laughs> the Once Upon a Time. I was just always there. I was like, they're like a bad smell. There you go. I was there like a bad smell. <laughs> you know I what it like probably was? Is, is that they just liked you, so they kept kept uh bringing you in yeah well i mean there's a show here in england called doctors and it's like a it's like a um it it's like a daytime daytime tv serial kind of thing and it's been running for years and if you look on it like some people have been on it like multiple times as different people like and it's just like okay do they I mean, they can't look that much different, you know. They, I mean, unless, of course, like daytime TV watchers are just, you know, just really forgiving <laughs> because I'm just like, yeah. wow. Like, so I've like seen like one person was three different characters within the space of two years. And you're like, that's right. like really close. That's really close. I've seen that too before. Like, it might have been on Grey's Anatomy or something. These shows that have been going on forever. And, you know, but this will be like with actors where in one season they're like this long-haired mom (laughs) who's like soft-spoken. Another season she's cut her hair short and now she's like a victim at the hospital. And you're like, that's the same actor. Yeah. Like, that's fairly cheeky. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what are you thinking? But anyway... No, I, I, I mean, don't know. Yeah, I mean, hey, work is work. You can't 
You can't yeah, exactly. It. it happens yeah. a lot. So I wouldn't stress too, too much. I think if you are, you know, getting a little bit more seasoned and booking things that maybe doing background isn't something you should invest your time into, but starting out 100%, go for it, see what it's like, get used to all the terminology and what it's like to be on set. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Brilliant. Well, I think that's quite a good uh, you know, place to leave it, don't you? I think it's quite, yeah, quite I agree. Handy. Um, so yeah, I mean the overall the overall um vibe is, yeah, background. It's worth it. I mean, you know, not a lifer, but it's worth it. As yep. uh, agreed. You know. Um I'm trying go to think what it. we would Yeah, go do it. I'm trying to think what the next week's one will be. I have no idea, but I'm sure we'll figure out. Have you got anything you would like to maybe talk about for next week's episode? Is there something burning inside that you would like to talk about? Burning inside. Burning I feel inside. Like what I'm most passionate about is just um, being an agent and, mm. you know, dealing with people and yes. the human condition. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's what we maybe should delve more into the, the, the I agent think it would side. Be, yeah, it would be interesting to talk about um, how I was an agent, you know, almost 10 years ago <laughs> and the difference versus now. Yes. Um, and, yeah, just the different temperaments of people and their different commitment levels. And as Vancouver gets busier, what kind of people are drawn to being actors here and things mm. like that. So Yeah, no, I do think that's interesting. I think that's very interesting. Um, yeah. I also and, will give a yeah. lot of helpful information to yeah. people who are either acting now or getting into acting and may, and just some insightful behind the scenes stuff so that um, you kind of feel like you know what your agent's doing a little bit more. Yeah, and kind of trusting, just yeah. trusting them, like that they are doing what they need to do. I mean, assuming that they are, but I would say most of the time they probably <laughs> are. Yeah. You know, exactly. Um, brilliant. Cool. Well, that's decided it. Then next week we will dive, deep dive into agenting. <laughs> I don't know why I had to say deep dive, but I went for it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, thank you so much to the three people that are probably listening. It's uh, it's great. We appreciate Yay. every single one of you. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.